Welcome to Weddings Unveiled, the podcast designed to help you build a productive, profitable wedding or event business. Here's your host, Angela Profit. Hi, y'all. It's Angela Profit, your event and productivity therapist, coming to you from the heart of Music City in Nashville, Tennessee. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Weddings Unveiled, professional tips and secrets on wedding planning and event design, where we take you behind the scenes of our past experiences in the event industry, what we have learned from them, and how they have made us stronger. This podcast will help you grow a productive and profitable business to launch you into success within the hospitality industry. Today, I'm joined by the best communications and event consultant in the business, Allison Burry. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for having me, Angela. I'm so excited to share some of our past experiences together. We've definitely been through some unique situations over the years. What are we discussing today? Today, we are going to talk about a couple things, but to sum it up, I would say the tip is keeping your emotions under wrap and remain professional no matter how unprofessional others may act. Well, tell us the story. What happened this time? Well, this time, again, we had a couple things. I'll just start with rehearsal. So rehearsal was at a Catholic church, and Alice and I both grew up Catholic, so we're very aware that they have wedding guilds, and usually there's a church lady that is running it, which is totally fine. Um... This particular lady really had annoyed our client just throughout the planning process by asking her questions and sending her emails and phone calls. And the bride had told us very point blank, like, I don't want to talk to her. That's why I'm paying you guys. I want you to answer all the questions. But she didn't like that. She didn't like that we were hired as the liaison for the client, nor did she respect it. So at rehearsal, when we both show up, as we usually do, because we want to answer any questions so the bride doesn't have to worry, or one of us is there to pick up things that the bride and groom may be supplying, just so they don't have to worry about anything. Well, she runs up and she's like, why are you here? There's no reason for you to be here. I'm like, we're just going to sit over here on the side and, and observe, and if you have any questions, let me know. Well... At the final meeting, we had already gone through who was going to walk who, who was going to sit where. The situation was a little bit unique. Her father had passed away. Um, He was actually killed by a client. So it was like a very tragic, tragic incident um, a couple years ago. And so it was already bad that her dad wasn't there to walk her down the aisle. And so she had two brothers, and we worked it out to where a brother would walk her halfway, and the other brother would walk her another way. And I think her mom was going to meet her at the aisle and, like, give her away. And so when we were getting ready to rehearse that, the church lady was so confused. And, you know, we were back there helping line everyone up. And she's like, we don't do it like this. And what do you mean? I mean, she was so rude to the point where I could see my bride, like, tearing up. And so, you know, I tried to take the church person aside and I said, listen, like her father is um, not going to be here. He's in heaven and I really don't want to get into it right now, but this is the way it needs to be and this is what she wants and this is what what we're going to do. And she was not happy with that at all. 
And then she said, well, the boys never line up over there. Like, how are they going to know when to go? And I said, well, Allison and I'll be here tomorrow and we use radios and we'll radio each other when it's time to go. And she said, you will not bring radios in here. You will not bring technology in here. And there were no signs posted anywhere, anywhere about us not being able to have our iPads or anything. Now, there's some other religions that their signs posted, like in some of the temples we work in, but never there. And so we try to get through rehearsal, and she's using a microphone the entire time she's doing rehearsal, standing on the church stage, which I've never used a microphone before, and she certainly didn't need it because she was a loud mouth. And um, her cell phone rings during rehearsal. Her cell phone And she's right in the middle of telling people and the priest and things what need to happen. And she answers it. And she proceeds to have a conversation. And like with the microphone up to her mouth. And I'm just sitting there like, this is too good. Like, I got to get my phone out like video. (laughs) It's like, I've never. This is so rude. And um, it was her son on the phone, and she was like, can you guys give a round of applause to my son? He's in the military, and he's, I don't know, like, proceeds to, and so I stand up knowingly that we need to leave in, like, 22 minutes because we have to be at a dinner, and I have to be at a setup for her reception for the next day, and I'm like, excuse me, ma'am, we, do you want me to take over, and, like, you know, we can keep going here, and so she finishes her conversation, still on the microphone during a rehearsal, a wedding rehearsal, And then gets off, and um, so we finish up, everyone leaves, and then as Allison and I are walking out, she comes over, and she was like, young lady, you all meet me in the back. Like, she was our mom, and we were about to get our panties pulled down and scolded. And so we went into, like, the back area, and she, like, laid into us, or me, rather, saying how disrespectful I was, where... I'm, I'm, I was just so completely shocked. And some of the things that she said to me, you know, was completely inappropriate. And I told her, I said, listen, my bride has been through a lot. Her father's death, the groom had cancer during us planning the wedding. And mentally, she, we know what's going on. We know what she wants. And she does not need to mentally be challenged. So please just let us do our job. Like, we respect that this is your church. And she was still, like, extremely immature to me. And then when I mentioned the groom having cancer, she grabbed her chest and said, well, do you see these? These are fake. And I had breast cancer, too. And cancer affects everybody. And I'm just like, that's not the point. Like, this isn't about you. But, you know, at this point, I was just like, Angela, stop talking. Like, leave. And um, so I was like, okay, well, just please tomorrow, like, you take care of the church, like, we'll take care of the bride. So we left, and as we left, I'm like, I'm going to pray for her, because wow, she's super intense, and her volunteer position at the church, you can tell, is like her life, and that's fine, but um, then the next day, She was nice to Allison, and she gave Allison the keys to the church and basically told Allison that she was not coming, that we could run the show, that she was not needed, which was awesome. Um, And it made the bride really happy because we didn't have negative Nellie there. And we've had some other situations with her in the past that haven't come out so good. So that was one thing that was like super uncomfortable where I really wanted to be unprofessional, but I 
I wasn't. Like, I kept a smile on my face. And I, there's a few things I learned from that. I'll tell you that later. Um, the next thing is, so we leave the rehearsal, and then I went to the setup. And I was going to work through the night because they allowed us to hang drapes and chandeliers during the night when the venue was closed to the public so that when it reopened at 9 o'clock the next morning, everything was already done. It was like a 10-hour install. So I get there, and my design team is there, and they're all ready to get up in the lift, and we think we're just going to be fine. Like, oh, we'll get this knocked out in a couple hours. So the rigging team from the venue was also there, and some of the stuff that the team was going to hang with said that it was made in China. And apparently it had to be made in the USA, which I thought they were playing a joke on me. And so here I am on the phone at like one and two in the morning, calling all these 24 hour Walmarts, trying to find certain clamps that were made in the USA. So I got a hold of two different Walmarts and I'm driving around town in the middle of the night picking up C-clamps because the vendors are behind, like hanging things anyway. I just, I just again, thought I was kind of like in a bad nightmare. Um, and then the worst part about it is we had to be done by 9 a.m. getting everything up because guests for the museum were coming in. It, it was a complete like hazardous area with all these lifts and ladders and drapes and fabric, and it was super unsafe. And so the, the security guards there were like, you've got to finish up and get out. And so we did not get to finish hanging all of our drape. And um, it looked okay, but it's not what we planned for. And it all goes back to no one ever communicated with my design drape team that the clamps had to say this has to be made in the United States. No, because we lost so much time from hanging. And so we did what we could. I go home at 9 a.m. And then Allison and crew two comes in to start running the day stuff. But there was so much going on behind the scenes. It's not like I could really like go rest or anything. So, it ended up okay, but I definitely learned to ask more questions. Yeah, that day was very a very unique one. And with the lady at the church, you know, I think she... Sometimes we feel like there's some turf wars going on there with who is in charge. And we're happy to let anybody else take control, you know. We're just there to help the bride. But um, she was definitely an unhappy person, and we have to get to work with her um, a few times since then and a few times before then and we're just you know we're prepared for it and we warn our clients and we just have to grin through it and just kill them with kindness um, but as far as all the the rigging and everything you know we couldn't control everything that happened and we definitely definitely have learned for next time um, especially working at that venue that that's a requirement so we learned a lot and we will definitely keep all that in mind next time we work there but Angela what was your biggest takeaway from everything that happened that day I would say my biggest takeaway is just not to take things personal that um, you know you never know what's going on with someone and I've always known that from working at a very young age in the mental hospital that you know you can look at someone and they look so put together but then on the inside they're really mentally ill and so not taking things personal has helped me just 
move on and not act unprofessional to people. And then also having staff work in shifts really helped us, I feel like, get over that wedding because it was literally like a 30-hour load-in and load-out. And I would, next time, again, like I ask more questions now, like are there certain rigging things that we need if we're going to do this? Because obviously I want things to be safe, but it really sucks when things aren't communicated and then it's in the middle of the night and I don't really have a quick answer. So definitely ask more questions and make sure you over communicate. Great. Well, Angela, can you share with our listeners some of the different products and resources you have available to help wedding and event planners? Absolutely. You can visit the blog on the website and there's lots of great articles and resources available there which it's angelaprofit.com. You can sign up for tips and resources and be part of our email list. We'll send you all kinds of juicy details. We do webinars and live events, so watch social media for more about that. Awesome. Well, Angela, thank you so much for sharing your valuable advice with us today. I can't wait for next week to tell more of our incredible experiences together. And thank you, Allison, so much for joining me. And thank you so much to our listeners for joining us today on Weddings Unveiled, professional tips and secrets on wedding planning and event design. Tune in next week to learn more from our past experiences. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it with other wedding and event professionals. Be sure to subscribe today so you never, ever miss the juicy details of Weddings Unveiled. I'm so passionate about helping other event professionals, and with my background in psychology, I appreciate that our best selves develop from real-life situations. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to tune in next week for more tips on how to grow your business. And if you have a question or an unresolved issue that you want guidance on, connect with us on AngelaProfit.com. For more valuable resources, again, visit the website. And until next time, remember to stay productive and profitable. You've been listening to Weddings Unveiled with Angela Profit. Join us next time for more insights to help you build a productive, profitable wedding or event business. For more great resources, head over to AngelaProfit.com.